What is beauty? And recapping Love is Blind Season 3. Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. This conversation, this topic was inspired by one of my client calls this week. She is the sweetest and we really dove into the definition of beauty and what that means and all the nuances of it. I think for so many of us, beauty has been a one-dimensional definition for a long time. Beauty is a physical characteristic. It's a physical trait. And if you were someone that has been praised for being beautiful from a young age, I honestly think that you have it probably tougher than the rest of us. I had a patient a few weeks ago who said that she had a cousin who, for her entire childhood, she was the most beautiful, pretty cousin, and all of the aunts would praise her, and that was like literally her only identity in the family, was the pretty, beautiful one. And growing up, she had a really hard time with food and body image because she tried to maintain that beautiful facade, right, that beautiful veneer. But we all change. We all all grow as people. Our beauty doesn't stay the same forever. And that girl now has very severe eating issues. And so I don't hope that anyone gets too complimented on their beauty from a young age. I think it can be more detrimental than helpful because we are multidimensional, right? And I remember taking a course in college called What is Beauty? It was a philosophy class and I don't know, that hook, that that name, What is Beauty? was so intriguing to me. Like I had to put my name down and the the professor at Cal, he was a philosophy professor. So I didn't know what I was getting into, but I definitely was reading a lot of Nietzsche and European philosophers. I loved how poetic and flowery their sentence structure was, but it was dense. Getting through a paragraph of philosophy text was dense. Beautiful, dense. We also dove into art history a lot in that course, because if you think about it, art is like the epitome of capturing beauty, right? Painters, in theory, are capturing what they deem is most beautiful or most lovely in their eyes. So for us, we get to observe what the artists of our time thinks is beautiful or worth capturing. And so what I got out of that course, and mind you, me reading all of that philosophy text. Maybe I didn't capture all of the nuances. Maybe I'm totally amiss. So take this with a grain of salt. But from that course, what I gleaned about the definition of beauty is the value of art, right? The value of all these beautiful art pieces is that there's, there's a connection between what the painter captures and the audience. Usually there's emotion conveyed into the art piece. Usually there's something, a theme that that highlights the times, right? Something that the audience, anyone who looks at the painting would be able to connect to. That's what great art is, where it can connect the person who's looking at the art to the art piece, whether it evokes emotion, connection, something, (laughs) some connection. That is what makes a great art piece in my eyes. And there's a permanence to it. You've captured the essence, the emotion, the 
the whatever of the times and it's there forever. So there is this permanent connection. There's this permanent capturing of the essence. And if you think about beauty, that's kind of what it is. You can probably be friends with this hot model friend, but if they are the most negative Nancy you've ever met, that would kind of wear on their physical beauty, right? You would you would kind of visually think that they're beautiful, but they're kind of not beautiful to hang around with. You don't feel great when you're around them. And that kind of brings down their their beauty and their loveliness. And when I was watching Love is Blind season three, spoiler, pause, fast forward if you don't want to know, but I'm on episode three, so I'm not even that far ahead. But one of the couples, Brennan and Alexa, from day one, they talked about their their deepest kind of life stories, whether it was their relationship to their family, what they find valuable, their heartaches from the past, growing up poor, growing up with nothing. Those are the things that are who they are. That's why they are the way that they are. And they talked about such topics in depth, and you could see that they valued the same thing, loving their family, finding love, rising above, you know, being a better person. And it was so special to see that connection. No wonder when Brennan proposed and they they were gushing about each other that it made sense. Like it felt like a genuine connection. And whether or not they find each other attractive was like totally secondary. I don't know what ends up happening the rest of the season. So come back next week once I finish the season. Fingers crossed, they're still together. But they just had such a beautiful start of their story together. And that's kind of what beauty is to me. It's like, for me, someone is beautiful if they connect with you, if they have this like essence about them that is warm and caring and generous and kind. And yeah, if they're pretty and put together and like takes care of themselves, that's great too. But if they're a good person and they're good to me, that is beauty, right? And so for you, I know this is probably a hackneyed concept. You probably heard this plenty of times ago, but do you believe that you are beautiful? regardless of how you look it's one of those things that we can all we can all nod our heads and logically say like oh yeah i think i'm beautiful i think i'm fine but like do you kind of shrink when you say that out loud do you feel like an imposter when you say that out loud or do you truly expand and feel like that's the truth and knowing that beauty is not just physical can you really lean into that phrase i am beautiful I think there's something so powerful about that phrase. And, you know, honestly, I'm just thinking about me. Take this with a grain of salt. You know, you don't have to care about how I think about myself, but I know that on a physical, like in a physical way, I, I can be deemed beautiful by some people. And I am working on the other aspects of me that make me beautiful. I am working on being a really generous, kind person with my time. I'm working on being someone that sticks to their word and going through with commitments with friends. I'm working on, you know, making space to host my friends and do things and put in the extra effort to connect. So while, (laughs) this is going to sound so silly, while I've always felt beautiful from a physical standpoint, the other aspects of being a beautiful person inside has been something that I've never felt strong enough about. 
And this is me oversharing, but as an only child, I always had everything my way. If you're an only child, oh my gosh, I I feel you. Maybe you're more accommodating than me, but everything has to be my way, my timeline. I get to say what I want to do, and you can follow if you want to, or I won't do things if it's inconvenient to me. I will be a solo independent butterfly um, if it's convenient for me and you don't have to join. I've just always been that person, and I don't like that about myself necessarily. I don't think that about myself is beautiful. I want to be like Alexa on Love is Blind who's like, I'm there for my family. I babysit my niece and she's the most beautiful thing ever. I spend my time and I compromise my time for others. And that's what I am working on to feel more beautiful is is that component, the inside component. And for a lot of us, or for me in particular, the phrase, I am enough, is something that I don't fully believe in. Um, you know, I, I feel like that phrase is more charged for me. I don't feel like I'm enough in a lot of ways. Um, and so that's one term that I always shrink when I, when I say I feel like an imposter. I don't feel good enough. I don't feel like a good enough person to my friends. I don't feel like a good enough daughter. But it's one of those things where you, you have to start to lean into it. Because once you say it enough, once you say that I am beautiful or I am enough, enough times, you will become, you will begin to adopt the behaviors of someone who is good enough and who is beautiful. For example, if you just brainwash yourself and every morning say, I am beautiful, hopefully that will seep into your subconscious and the things that you do that day Maybe you'll reach out to the friend that you haven't reached out to in a long time just to check in. Maybe you will wear the pretty jacket that you've been saving because you didn't feel pretty enough to wear for whatever reason. You will do things that will make you feel more beautiful, right? More caring, more more thoughtful. And that's something to just set yourself on the right track each day. Even if you don't believe it, if you just say it, hopefully your body follows suit. It's kind of like thoughts will guide your behaviors. Think nice thoughts and hopefully nice behaviors follow. Sounds a little bit woo-woo. I fully, I feel like that's how we can change. But the more that we grow up, the more that we're kind of hardwired as adults doing the same things and thinking the same things and having the same beliefs, it's hard to rewire, but I know it's possible. Again, I have a poster on my wall that says, I am enough. I am worthy of health, wealth, and abundance just as I am. And I've been staring at that thing since Jan of this year, 2022. It's been on my wall since the beginning of this year because I wanted to seep into my subconscious. And honestly, I think if I were to look back on uh, now versus Jan, so October right now versus Jan, I do feel more confident. I do feel like I do good work. I have been reaching out to friends more. I've been more considerate and accommodating. So in a way, there's been a slight adjustment. There's been a slight shift. And honestly, that's the most that we can hope for, guys. Slight shifts. um, Slight shifts in belief. Slight shifts in what you think is true versus not true. And just being a better person for it. So to sum up this conversation, go watch Love is Blind, seasons one through three. I think it's a really interesting human experiment. Again, it's reality TV, so take it with a grain of salt. But it's a nice sentiment to see people really falling for each other without seeing the other person's 
face or body or clothes or any of that or anything related to the ego. And yeah, you are beautiful. Remind yourself of that. Beauty is a nuanced definition. Physical is only one piece to the many facets of the puzzle. And, you know, try to brainwash yourself to think that you are enough, that you are beautiful. We will, we will follow. Our bodies, our behaviors will follow suit once we start to believe that more and more. So go, go repeat to yourself how great you are. And I will see you next week after I finish Love is Blind Season 3. And then we can do a full recap. Okay, bye guys.